Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts Yes, brand new banging I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here. Higgity, have no fear. On today's I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast, Muhammad Ali. It's Muhammad Ali's birthday, and we are celebrating. We are talking, and I am telling a fantastic Muhammad Ali story when I got to meet him in 1996 at the Independent Spirit Awards. Plus, Tom Brady, it's time. It is time. You're done. You are done. You had a great run, and now you're done. We break that down, plus playoff predictions, so much more in a museum-quality Iron Rapport Stereo Pockets coming up right now. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers, a.k.a. the Dust Brothers. Start this puppy off with something real nice. Start this puppy off with something real loud, but most importantly, start this museum-quality Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast off with something real funky. This is the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. Fear the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here. 
Welcome to the Iron Dome of Disruption. Welcome to the Ziggity Zone of Disruption. My name is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the Gringo Man Dingo, a.k.a. the Saltless Sniff, a.k.a. the Inflamed Ashkenazi, a.k.a. the Disruptive Warrior, a.k.a. the Jewish Jake LaMotta, throwing punches deep, 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 deep to the 15th round, a.k.a. the White Chocolate Tito, and so forth and so on. You are now rocking with the very best. This is the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Boom. A lot of people have been asking about that snap technique. I could do it again. Boom. That's a snap technique. And I'll bring you back here. Boom. <sighs> have no fear. The I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here. Have no fear. The disruptive warrior is in Sukasa. Feeling real good, feeling real nice. Hope everybody else is feeling real good, real nice. Feeling real safe and real sane mentally and physically. Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast is in the place to be. First of all, you know, people have been talking about the ads, the intros. I don't understand why this is a, a thing. Unless you only listen to the I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast. And I understand why you would only listen to this podcast. I understand why you would only listen to me. Because we the best, to quote the great DJ Khaled. Khaled? Khaled. But again, every single podcast that's successful, has ads, has intros, has openings. I don't know what you want. You turn on the uh, the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson, they got the music. You turn on Friends, they got the theme song. Then they go to a commercial. That's what this is. It's a professional podcast. This isn't some, you know, underground racket. Okay? You hear the sound. We think I'm doing this. This is a professional podcast. This is a professional production here. Hit the fast forward button. They got the 10 second thing, the 15 second. Hit the thing if, if it's so bad. Otherwise, stretch out, do a couple of little, you know, this and get into chill, man. I don't know what other podcast that you listen to of any merit, any success that doesn't have ads and intros and so forth and so on. What do you want from me? We've done that. We've done it. We've done it all. People keep asking about the ads and the intros. Now you got me talking about the ads and the intros after the actual ads and the intros. You, you like that? You like that to quote the, I wouldn't say great. Let's just jump into it to quote Kurt Cousins. We got you, Kurt Cousins. You played well. You and your Minnesota Vikings played you played real well, but you you made one play that just you didn't complete that pass, and you got lucky on that. What, what, what they said, roughing the passer. Come on, man! It's the playoffs. He he put him down. He didn't like you know like give him like you know like one of these like WWE moves. He put the guy down. You got lucky on that. Beat them. Skull, baby. Skull, baby. Big Blue. The Giants. And in case you were living under a rock, I went on Skip and Shannon, made my gallant return to Undisputed last week. 
And we, the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast, it ain't just me. Me and the Dust Brothers, we broke down what needed to happen against the Vikings, and it happened. Daniel Jones has emerged as a very solid, consistent quarterback. And I'll be the first to tell you, I've wavered. Danny Dimes, the beginning of the season, when he got drafted, I went on undisputed and said, well, if you're going to pick somebody from Duke, we'll get the guy who dunks the basketball. It didn't look good at the very beginning of the season, but Coach Dable, the offensive line has stepped things up. He played as good as he could play, doing all kinds of weird handoffs. I don't know what he was doing this way, that way. He's running the ball, making the right play at the right time. Saquon, get your weight on. Saquon Barkley, whose uncle is the great Iran Barkley from the Boogie Down Bronx, fighter. I don't know if Iran Barkley was a was he a middleweight. Can you can you fact check that? He deserves fact checking. Iran Barkley was, yo, he was a good fighter, tough, tough fighter. Saquon, get your weight on. Came out looking real good. Good-looking kid, too, Saquon. Looks good, runs good. The whole thing is fantastic. Defense, Thibodeau, the Giants are back. Now, people say, oh, it's one game. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's only one game. I ran Barkley three weight classes. Middleweight, super middleweight, light heavyweight. I used to see Iran Barkley at the clubs. Got the nice shoulders. Reminded me of the great Jake LaMotta. The Bronx Bull. The Raging Bull. And now the Giants have the Eagles. And of course, we got blown out by the Eagles when we played them last time. And that's okay. That was a long time ago, folks. That was a really... Really long time ago. Things done changed. That shoulder. Jalen Hurts. I guarantee you it still hurts. <laughs> this is the way it was meant to be. Philadelphia versus New York. And how do, how do I describe as a New Yorker the, the way we feel about Philadelphia. Or how should I say how, how, how the way Philadelphia feels about us? They don't like us. People from, they don't like anybody. And I respect that about people from Philadelphia. This is a sophisticated city, hard, working class city. I've talked on and on and on about my love and respect for all things Philadelphia, whether it's the late, great Daryl Dawkins, Dr. J, Andrew Tony, Bobby Jones, Caldwell Jones, Billy Cunningham, who's from Brooklyn, New York, Erasmus Hall High School. Also, same school yours truly went to for one year. Went to Erasmus Hall High School, 86, 87. I was literally the, the only white kid in the school. It must have been 2,500 students in this school. First 10 days of my first year in Erasmus Hall High School, first 10 days, 
of uh, the semester, an article came out in the Daily News said that Erasmus Hall High School is the worst public high school in New York City. This is in the 80s. It was a Looney Tune, wild. This was like Juvie Hall. It was like a juvenile hall. But not everybody was nuts. The majority of the kids were just there to learn. But the ones who weren't, it was nuts. But the Daily News did an article about Erasmus Hall, 86-87, because a reporter went undercover and checked in as a student and then wrote a whole expose five different days. And he was right. Erasmus Hall was nuts. It was a nut house. When I was in Erasmus Hall that uh, year, special ed, got it made. What's his name? The Jamaican dude who went off to big success. Mercy. I'll remember. My girl, Lenise Queen Penn, she was there. I literally, the second semester of the school, I missed 30 days out of, I believe it was a 60-day semester or 90-day semester. It was, I was out of my mind. Literally 30 days of an entire semester. Failed out. And at the end of the year, they asked me not to come back. And I wasn't even a violent offender. This school had people getting slashed, people getting beaten up, guns. And this is like classic New York 80s public school. Like anybody went to school in the, in the late 80s, 85, 86, 87, into the 90s. This was like a, a common occurrence, these schools. Wild. And, and we were so young to think that kids just, but a lot of those kids, I remember, they had like mustaches and goatees. Like they'd be in the 10th grade and be like 18. Anybody that went to school in New York City, 85, 86, 87, you, you know about the BB. Big ass fights, people getting shot, people getting beaten up. And a lot of the people that were doing the shooting and the beating up had goatees. They were like in the, I'm telling you, 11th grade, 19 years old. Like you're two grades behind. Anybody who went to school in uh, the 80s, late 80s, listening, watching, let me know what school you went to. Westinghouse. The schools in the city, Norman Thomas, Murray Bircham, Boys and Girls High School, Brooklyn, wild. But the wildest of all the wild, that year, yours truly, me, Michael Rappaport, the Gringo Mandingo, a.k.a. the Disruptive Warrior, I was in there, no problems. They held me down real nice and real proper. But we're playing Philly, and we know Philly is a tough team. And like I said, I got nothing but love for the great city of Philadelphia, the fighting city of Philadelphia. It all started with Rocky Balboa. Now, I'm not going to sit here and bull crap you and tell you that I like the Philadelphia Eagles. I don't. Never have. Never will. I actually rooted for the Philadelphia Eagles to lose versus the New England Patriots, who we're going to get to, when they played in the Super Bowl. And I hate the New England Patriots, but I wanted them to win. Because at that point, I just said submitted to Tom Brady's greatness, which we're going to get to. Because we're talking about things in the past. And Tom Brady, your greatness, it's in the past, homie. But we got the Eagles this weekend. And we need to be perfect. We were perfect last weekend. 
We lost 48-22 to in Jersey. I got the Giants, the G-Men, winning this game 26-24. to And I know you're like, oh, yeah, that's because you're, you're a Giants fan. Yeah, so what? I got the Giants winning this game 26-24. to And if the Giants do win this game, whether it's 26-24, to 3 to nothing. 37 to 36. I don't care what the number is. If the Giants beat the Philadelphia Eagles, the New York Giants are going to the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Is it a team of destiny? We shall see. But we're playing the Philadelphia Eagles. Philly don't like us. We don't really like Philadelphia, but we don't think about Philadelphia because we're like, yeah, it's Philly. It's not Boston where we're like, we can't stand these people. The only people that like people from Boston are people from Boston. Nobody likes people from Boston. They're like a subculture of human. Philadelphia, good people. Dope city, a lot of culture. But we're shutting all that down this weekend, guys. 26 to 24, the Giants are going to beat the Philadelphia Eagles and the Giants are going to the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. We just saw Tom Brady get eliminated by the Dallas Cowboys. And I'll be honest, once again, I was a sucker. I was a sucker for love. I thought he would be able to pull it out. I thought he'd pull out another rabbit out of his avocado ice cream eaten ass. The rabbits are gone, Tom. And I'm going to tell you something. Tom Brady, it's time, my friend. It's time to shut it down. It's over. You got 300-something million waiting for you on the table in the broadcast booth. You're playing quarterback in the NFL. You're scared to get touched. Your arm ain't the same. You've pulled off magic trick after magic trick after magic trick. We thought you were done so many times and you proved... You proved me wrong many, many, many times. You broke me down when your New England Patriot team came back versus the Atlanta Falcons with my man Julian Edelman, Rabbi Edelman. And then I put down my sword of hate against you when you went to Tampa Bay and you did it again. You should have left then. Then last year... You retired and then you unretired. And this year you came back and you look like shit, Duke. You look bad. And I'm telling you right now, there's no offense. There's no team. The Raiders, you, you, what's the point of playing with Devontae Adams if you can't throw the ball to Devontae Adams? He's not a dink and dive guy. You want to be able to use Devontae Adams. Retire. You're done. Because now I have to bring out the sword of hate again. Because really what you're doing is you're, you're stopping and you're interfering nature, Tom Brady, if you don't retire. Like I said, ever since 2002. I mean, I, I don't remember what the hell I was doing in 2002. I know I had two children at that point. And you just got started. And now we're in 2023. 2023, you had your fun, you had your run, you superseded all expectations. 
seven Super Bowls, six in New England. You lifted up these mutant freak Boston, New England Patriot fans. You lifted them to the top. I mean, a band of just freaks who will have a lifetime of memories. And then you proved everybody wrong until, including your coach, Bill Belichick, excuse me, Bill Belichick, and you did it again in Tampa. You did it. You did it. Great defense, a great system offense. There's nothing you can do now to pull another rabbit out of your avocado ice cream eating ass. It's over. Don't go out. Getting hit. Listen, I get it. You're 45. You don't want to get hit. I'm 53. I don't want to get hit. I don't want to fall. I watch skateboarding videos. I see these kids fall. I watch all these social media videos. I see people tripping, slipping, uh, falling uh, uh, with snow and ice. All that stuff makes me cringe. Because I I, I can't afford a, a hip, a knee, a shoulder, an elbow. But I don't play quarterback. You do. You're 45. You're brittle as shit. You've done enough. Sit your ass down before you get sat down. You look like shit. And it's okay. You're 45. But I'm telling you, don't go to Oakland, Vegas, and think Devontae Adams is the answer. If you can't throw the ball to Devontae Adams, Oakland, do not bring him in to throw the ball to Devontae Adams because you can't reach him. One pass downfield every half ain't going to do it. It's over. You've done it all, man. You've done it all. You proved everybody wrong. But I'm telling you right now, even me, Michael Rappaport, who couldn't stand your ass through your ball deflating. Hey, listen, you ain't cheating. You ain't competing. I get it, homie. You ain't cheating. And you did it. You cheated. You competed. You won. You're a badass motherfucker. With, a, I mean, great looking guy. I mean, this fucking Tom Brady's fantastic looking. You're better looking now than you were when you were younger. You got the chin, you got the jaw, you got the cheekbones, you got the head, you got it all. You got your faculties intact. Sit your ass down before it's too late. And before you start playing yourself, it's a great time. It was a great time rooting against you. I had a great time rooting for you in Tampa Bay. Now it is time to let the next man in. Your coach is going to get fired because of you. Let the next man do his thing. Do not interfere with nature. Let nature run its course. All trees eventually die. And you're a dead tree, you fuck. Sit down. You're finished. Listen, I thought Tampa Bay was going to be able to do it. You beat an 8-9 and nine team. You proud of that? You looked good against a team that shouldn't have even been in the playoffs. Dak played well. The field goal kick, I don't know what that guy's on. I don't know. He probably is not going to sleep again. Tony P, Tony Pollard, the defense, Micah Parsons. All, you guys all looked great. But don't get hype, Jerry Jones. 
He starts making analogies. They're like hunting dogs. They're like hunting dogs. Now they've tasted blood. And now they, they know the taste and they know how to scent it. And they, that's what he said after the game. Jerry Jones, they're like dogs of hunters and they're their pack. And they, they were looking for their prey for weeks and weeks and weeks. And then they finally found it. And then they come back, but they got blood and on their friend. Now they know how to get that blood. Jerry, what are you talking? Shut up. Jerry Jones has the Southern accent of a slave owner. I'm not saying he was one, but that's that accent. He got that Southern, he got that like, that Django Unchained shit. But you guys, you won your game versus the 8-9 and nine Tampa Bay Buccaneers who should not have been in the playoffs. That was the only prediction I got wrong. No, we got another prediction wrong. Doesn't matter. Yeah, we got Chargers who should have won that game versus Trevor with the good hair. It's a whole different story. But now you got to go to San Francisco. Okay? And now you're playing a juggernaut. Debo, who's a savage. You don't get the nickname Debo your entire life into the NFL for not being a true blue goon. He's back. You got George the Animal Kittle. He's finally getting the ball the way he should get the ball. You got my man CMC, Christian McCaffrey. You're going to San Francisco against uh, Bosa, the defense. And you're going to get your asses kicked real nice and real proper. Oh, yes. You're getting your asses kicked real nice and real proper in San Francisco. And I can't wait. I, you see, I don't worry about the Dallas Cowboys. I truly don't. You're losing to the 49ers 26-20. Uh, to 20. You're not going to be able to stop the, the big three. My man Brock Purdy, they haven't lost with him. He's doing it. I am Rappaport Podcast. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Stereo, get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees, iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids, where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, 
yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Callie, what do you say? It was. And that time when we did the science experiment and Billy made raisins dance. That is so cool, Billy. He did. <laughs> Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me! <laughs> Bet you can't catch me. I'm going to get you. All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on StoryButton, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It was a fantastic weekend of NFL football. I mean, the games were nuts. Each and every game except for Dallas versus Tampa Bay, you did not know who was going to win or how they were going to win. But it's happening. We got eight teams left. Eight teams left. And like I said, Giants are going to beat the Eagles. And then the Giants, oh yeah, they're going to the Super Bowl. I'm saying it right now. They're going to beat the Eagles and we are going to the Super Bowl. I ain't saying it's going to be easy. I ain't saying it ain't going to be a tough, dramatic game, but we're winning that game versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Because Jalen Hurts, shoulder hurts. And they might say, oh, who cares? Everybody's dinged up. I'm dinged up. I worked out yesterday. My hips are sore. I did a lot of squats yesterday. My hips are sore. Everybody's hurt this time of year. We got Kansas City versus Trevor with the good hair. Two quarterbacks with horrible Horrible hair situations. Mahomie, underrated bad hair. Trevor with the good hair, out there looking like Sean Penn from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. You out there looking like Spicoli. Yo, you're doing good. You're doing good. You guys came back. They were losing 97 to nothing. The Jaguars, Jacksonville Jaguars are losing to the San Diego Chargers, 97 Zero. Homie threw 17 interceptions in the first half, and then boom. But now you got to go against my homeboy. This is a different, this is a different animal. You ain't coming back after throwing 17 interceptions. Not to say that Trevor with the good hair, aka Jeff Spicoli, is going to throw that many interceptions. Okay? But the Chiefs are winning that game. The Chiefs are beating the Jacksonville Jaguars. 33 to 24. It'll be smooth sailing. They're rested. They're tested. And my homeboy, uh, with his weird voice and his weird hair, they're on their way. And then we got the the, the DeMar Hamlin rematch. The Buffalo Bills are again playing the Cincinnati Bengals. It seems like so long ago, although it was not even two weeks. It was, was it two weeks? It was probably two weeks ago now. Yeah, it's two weeks ago since the DeMar Hamlin situation, which was insane. But we have that rematch. Joey B versus Big Josh Allen. Jumbo Josh, who Tony Romo got a real hard on for Josh Allen. He loves Josh Allen. I mean, I love Josh Allen too, but when you listen to Tony Romo call a Josh Allen game, there's a little bit of like, 
you're rooting for the Bills and Josh Allen. Both these teams got lucky. Both these teams could have lost last weekend. Shockingly, the Miami Dolphins, the, I thought they were going to get blown out. They played really good. Uh, the Ravens, uh, they played well. Uh, they could have easily won that game. But it's coming down to the DeMar Hamlin rematch. Remember, this was the Monday night game. The Cincinnati Bengals versus the Buffalo Bills. And then the, the, the world stopped, literally, not just the sports world. It seems like the world stopped for like 24 to 48 hours with the DeMar Hamlin situation. DeMar Hamlin is now back with the team. I don't know uh, when he's going to speak to the press, to the media. I'm sure that he's being offered all sorts of stuff. Get your money. Get healthy. And I'm sure he'll be at the game. And that'll fire up Bills fans and the Bills team. But unfortunately, Jumbo Josh and my people of Buffalo, and I like you. I do like you. I have to say, I got the Bengals squeaking out this win 33-30. to 30. That's my predictions. I got the Giants beating the Eagles, okay? I got the 49ers beating the Dallas Cowboys. I got Jumbo Josh losing to Joey B and the Bengals. And I got my homie, my homie, and your homie, Patrick Mahomeboy, beating the Jacksonville Jaguars. And Tom Brady... Tom Brady, this is what you need to do, homie. Sit your ass down. It's over. In other news, smoking Joe Biden, cadaver Joe Biden, is in the hot seat because of some uh, papers, top secret papers, government papers that he shouldn't have, that he has, and they found... I've said this from Jump Street. Cadaver Joe does not know what is happening. I voted for Cadaver Joe. If Cadaver Joe doesn't know what's happening, and even I say that Cadaver Joe doesn't know what's happening, and all the Joe Biden haters have all said that Joe Biden, he's out of it. He doesn't know what's going on. He has no idea what's happening. If all those things are true, and I truly believe that, when we find papers in his garage, how can we then say that he's responsible for putting those papers there? The guy has no clue what's going on. How is he now stealing, uh, holding uh, government-sealed papers that he shouldn't have. Is it a setup? Is somebody trying to set up Joe Biden? Why would you try to set up cadaver Joe, old man Joe, smoking Joe Biden? They say, Mike Rapp, why, why don't you go after her smoking Joe Biden? I called his son a crackhead with my face on wax. Speaking of Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden has a, a daughter named Navy Joan who he had with a stripper. And I don't know for sure. I can't verify or not verify that he had his daughter, Navy Joan, with this stripper while he was on crack. But I'm assuming that somebody of uh, the um, pedophile 
pedigree of Hunter Biden, we all know his history, he probably had this daughter with the stripper. No disrespect to strippers, by the way. But I would bet that he had this daughter with the stripper while he was on crack. Crack cocaine. That Lawrence Taylor. That pal. That booger sugar. That white. That snow snow. That pure white powder. Now this daughter that he had with the stripper, again, I'm assuming he had this daughter with the stripper while he was on that crack. The mother of the daughter, Navy Joe. By the way, well, let me just finish my thought. The mother, the ex-stripper, wants to give their daughter, respectfully, whose name is Navy Joan, the last name Biden. And Hunter Biden is like, nah. My uh, crack days uh, situation with this stripper uh, and the baby we had, probably he didn't want to have it. Guessing, allegedly. Just throwing it out there that I'm, I'm assuming that, listen, we all, I don't want to get myself uh, down to deep. Listen, if you're on crack and you, have, and you get a, a stranger, let alone a stripper stranger, pregnant, you don't want that baby. That's just the way it is. That's why you shouldn't do crack. These things happen. You do weird things like you leave your computer at the computer shop and you have babies with women you don't want to have babies with. That's just some of the ramifications of being on that crack, that LT, that New Jack City, that pookie, that booger sugar, that pure white, which I've never done, by the way. Never done coke ever in my life. Saw one person doing coke in my life, and I was like, what the fuck? I'll mess with that, that yay yo. But the mother of Navy Joan wants the little kid to have the name Biden. And Hunter Biden is like, I don't want you to have the name Biden because I didn't even want you. This is how this is cold-blooded. This is him talking, not me. He didn't want the baby. He denied having the baby. They did that paternity test. And he is, in fact, the father of Navy Joan. And now he's saying, I don't want you to have the Biden name. And let me tell you something, ex-stripper woman. Why would you want this kid to have the name Biden? She said that the name Biden is synonymous with great things and education and all that stuff. Sweetheart, it ain't going to work out for you the way it worked out. You're not getting the, the privileges of being a Biden baby. This is a crackhead baby. I'm not saying that the baby was born while, I'm just saying, this is a baby that he had with you while he was on crack and you may or may not have been doing it also. I don't know. But don't put that on the little kid. The little kid does not need the name Biden. You probably got that, that money, that child support. Do that. Don't give that little kid the name Biden because they're going to be like, oh, who's your dad? Is your dad... Joe Biden? Uh, no. Uh, who's your dad? My dad's Hunter Biden. They go, oh, the crackhead? No one wants that. No one needs that. That little kid doesn't need that. You know it. Hunter Biden knows it. Take that money, that child support, and let that little baby uh, live a life of peace. Why would you want the name Trump? Why would you want the name Biden? Don't do it to little Navy Joan. And the name Navy Joan, did Hunter Biden have anything to do with that 
that name, Navy, Joan, if he didn't have anything to do with you naming the baby Navy Joan, why should you now be allowed to call it Navy Joan Biden? Don't do it to that little kid. Do not do it. I am Rappaport Podcast. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Stereo, get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees, iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids, where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Callie, what do you say? It was. And that time when we did the science experiment and Billy made raisins dance. That is so cool, Billy. He did. <laughs> Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me! <laughs> Bet you can't catch me. I'm going to get you. All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on StoryButton, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Finally, it's the champ's birthday. Muhammad Ali, the one and only greatest of all time, Muhammad Ali. What can I say? Every year we talk about Muhammad Ali on his birthday because he means so much to me. He meant and means so much to so many people. One of a kind, totally unique, special, game-changing human being who came up at a time and was brave at a time and he went down a path that had never been gone down before at a time when the stakes were so high. Muhammad Ali, the only GOAT, the only true GOAT, he, he came up with the term, I am the greatest. I'm the greatest. He said he was the greatest before 
He actually was the greatest. He wasn't saying he's the greatest before he got the title. He was saying it from day one. The face, the smile, the dimples, the charisma. This guy is truly was pointed and brought here by God. He had everything. Every single thing. Muhammad Ali, it's his birthday. And what can I say? I mean, he's been a part of my life since I can remember as a fan because he was a part of my father's life. As soon as he emerged on the scene, I've told the stories about my father meeting him. I told, I don't know if I've ever told the story when I got to meet Muhammad Ali. I got to meet him twice, two times. One time when I went to a Laker game, in 1983, when Arsenio Hall was babysitting me, he took me to a Laker game, and I sat next to Muhammad Ali, and there was so much going on that night. I mean, I literally sat next to Muhammad Ali before the game in the Forum Club, and at one point, he got a little soup in his tie, and he said, I got soup in my tie, and I just could not even believe what was happening. I was 13 years old, went to the Laker game, tried to steal Magic Johnson's shoes, uh, went to the Forum Club after the game. Uh, Ar Arsenio was great friends with Magic Johnson. I was literally out of my mind. Could not believe what was happening. But Muhammad Ali sat right next to me, right over here. And then, I don't know what year it was. It's probably 2007, 2008. At the Independent Spirit Awards at Santa Monica, California, the, the year that the documentary When We Were Kings came out. Probably had to be before that. I don't even know when it was. 98, 97, shit, 2001. I don't remember. The Independent Spirit Awards. I was at the Independent Spirit Awards with Kevin Corrigan, actor, friend of mine, who played Henry Hill's brother in Goodfellas in the Wheelchair. He's been on the Iron Rapport Stereo Pockets, been in Pineapple Express, tons of movies. 96. Night, damn, I'm saying 2007. It's 1996. Jesus Christ. Trying to figure out when Tom Brady started playing football. I can't even remember. 19, in 19, I was 26. Damn it. But I was at the Independent Spirit Awards with my man Kevin Corrigan, Kev Core. And I told this story in my book. This book has ball sports rants from the MVP of Talking Trash, which you should get on audio. It's available. It's dope. Simon & Schuster. But as we were leaving the Independent Spirit Awards, you know, there's tons of actors there. Sean Penn and everybody. Uma Thurman and Samuel Jackson. Everybody's there. But the great documentary, When We Were Kings, about the Ali Foreman fight was up for an award for best documentary, maybe even best picture, probably best documentary. But it easily could have been nominated for best film because it was so good. As we were leaving the security guard, I said, take it easy, take it easy. He said, did you see Muhammad Ali? And I was like, where is he? He said, he's right over there. Beeline. U-turn. It's a big tent outdoors, huge tent. It's maybe 100 yards away. Probably 50 yards. I go to this table. There's a little group of people at this table. There's about three or four people standing around. Everybody's going over to Muhammad Ali. But the, the show was kind of to the end of the show at the Independent Spirit Awards. 
And I was like, I'm going to say something to Muhammad Ali. I didn't know what I was going to say to him, but I was going to say hello to Muhammad Ali. Because I love him. Always have loved him. So I'm standing behind two people. Kevin Corrigan's to my right behind me. Two or three people are shaking hands with Muhammad Ali. He's older at this point. This is the, when he's, you know, shaking. It's very, very slow. Table of people, you know, uh, with him at his table. Person in front of me finishes greeting Muhammad Ali. He's not even looking at the people. I'm sure it takes a lot of energy being Muhammad Ali, especially when the Parkinson had kicked in. He didn't even make eye contact with them. So I lean down to say hello to Muhammad Ali and I say, go right in his face. I lean right down in his face. Muhammad Ali's big. He's a little heavier at this time, but he's this big dude, six foot three, big hands. You know, he has his hands on his, uh, I remember he has his hands on his on his lap and I lean in and I say, I said, you have meant so much to me my whole life. Uh, me and my father, I just, I want you to know, I just love you and I appreciate you. I'm saying this like literally in his face. I'm leaning down. He's not making eye contact. He's just listening because I'm sure everybody goes up to Muhammad Ali and says things like this. Literally doesn't make eye contact with me. And then I say to him, and I know you're okay. And Muhammad Ali literally goes like this. He looks at me and then he goes, and I lean into him and he kissed me on my cheek. And I'm telling you, I literally started crying like I saw like a, a beautiful angel come down. He kissed me on my cheek. I started crying. I started crying. I love you. I love you so much. Kissing his hand, kissing the right hand of Muhammad Ali. And I just was literally in tears immediately from this encounter. He kissed me on my cheek. And the Monday night, this was on a Saturday. The Monday night was Oscar night because the Spirit Awards take place on the Saturday before the Oscars. I'm at the Vanity Fair Oscar party. And I see a woman who I can't remember her name and Muhammad Ali's wife. And they say, you know, we're here. Muhammad's here. You should go say hello. And she goes, you know, whatever you said to him the other day, it really, it meant a lot to him. And I was like, are you serious? They said, yeah. They said, you should go say hello again. And, um, I wound up not going to say hello because at the Oscar party, everybody was there and everybody was around Muhammad Ali. And I had my moment with him the other day and I was like, I'm just leaving it at that because that interaction with Muhammad Ali was something that like, I will never ever forget. And it was so spontaneous and so genuine. And you know, I've heard his wife and you've heard of people around Muhammad Ali uh, talking about when they have met Muhammad Ali, they literally break into tears. And, and I'm telling you, that's what happened to me. Obviously, it tripped me out that he kissed me on this cheek, my left cheek. But, you know, he affects and he affected and inspired people so deeply beyond just the normal fanfare and beyond like the normal, you know, idolization. It's some other thing that it's hard to communicate and hard to articulate and hard to understand that it, she said it was a common thing when people met Muhammad Ali, they would break into tears. So that's my Muhammad Ali uh, story. Uh, happy birthday to Muhammad Ali. Uh, you inspired the world, literally inspired, changed, and brought nothing but light and goodness to me and to everybody else who's uh, uh, ever uh, 
you know, been a fan of you. And, and it will continue forever. It will continue forever. Uh, what he did, his impact, and just the uniqueness and specialness of Muhammad Ali will last forever. Done. I am Rapport Stereo Podcast. Came, saw, disrupted, came, saw, conquered. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers, a.k.a. the Dust Brothers. Take us out of here with something real nice. Take us out of here with something real loud. But most importantly, end this museum quality. I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast with something real funky. Mouth. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L. S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.